for today at the New Japan Cup on night five, I believe. It is. Tag five. That's in German. Uh, I don't speak German very well. Uh, I, and I, I definitely don't speak Dutch, as has been proven by our private conversations. Will you please welcome my co-host, Christy. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. Um, what was it in German? Funf? Tag. Tag Funf. Tag Funf. Yeah. Night yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm doing so okay. I'm sorry. So Chessie Cabot will be so proud of me that I managed two German words on the podcast. Carry on. Sorry. Uh, I, I'm able to count in German and say a few sentences, but that's about it. I'd be able to understand, though. Yes. Because, yes, Dutch and German is a much closer language <laughs> yes. than English and German. It's cheating, English, really. Yes, to be fair. So you've had a good day. Yeah, I've had a wonderful day. I did nothing all day except play games and watch wrestling and clean the house a bit. So it's been nice. Always a corking day. I was at work working. Ah, uh, you deserve that, I'm sure. Travelling back from my other house where uh, <laughs> I, I got to ring a builder after this, so that was pleasant. Um, <laughs> anywho, let's talk about the wrestling which you watched, as did I. Uh, we did you watch were... it on the bus again? I did watch it on the bus again. I got three matches in on the bus today. I was it was new record, and then I had miso soup whilst I watched the other three matches, and it was nice. <laughs> we were in Kyoto, by the way, in Fukuyama gym, uh, four hundred eighty-two, which seems a far more realistic number <laughs> at the Sandan Peak Park Gymnasium. And uh, they they watched Bad Luck Farley, Dick Togo, Evil. And Kenta defeat Hiroshi Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, Horayane, and Yue Uemura in 9 minutes and 47 seconds as the Hontai mob picked on Taroyano mercilessly. By not tagging him. By not tagging him in. <laughs> not the other way around. They, he wanted them to tag in. Yes. And they refused. Yes. Showing the kind of like um, brotherhood between the Chaos and Hontai factions. I think the Chaos is getting bullied. Yes. Well, Toriano's getting bullied. <laughs> well, you uh, think Joshihashi isn't getting bullied? No, they, 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 Tana likes him, doesn't he? He wanted to bring him up. Yeah, that game. is, but it, he didn't. Then so, does <laughs> Tana still like him? Like, I, I chose you. I want you to be in my group, and you refused? How dare you? Yes. Well, he's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, and it was basically a tension point between him and Okada, wasn't it? And then it was yeah. like, right, we've got to change all our plans now, so... <laughs> Okada was getting territorial, and Yoshiashi was like, what is going on? They're fighting for my affection. Is no one asking me what I, what I want? No, no, apparently not. <laughs> they didn't. No, and technically, isn't he technically senior to Okada anyway, so they couldn't, just couldn't, yeah. really ask him, couldn't really tell him what to do. Um... <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, the match itself was just fun. It was just it was, it's what you're expected to be between a Hontai Chaos kind of faction match against a Bullet Club match. And Honkos. Really Honkos. 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 Um, yeah, it was good. It, it, it did what it said on the 10. Juice Robinson's ridiculous hair. Uh, to be ridiculous. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, then. It, it's upsetting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's there. Yeah, it's there. Fast. It floats in the air, like ugh, no, never mind. 
Yes. I, I, um, yeah. I, <laughs> Iwimora still. Iwimori. Um, so Bullet Club are not nice to him today. No, but they never are. No. Not really. They clap him. They, they like him. They give him a round of applause for once in a while. So. Yeah, but it's all sarcastic. Yes. I mean, I can relate because I'm sarcastic too, but... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, nothing particularly wrong with this match. It just didn't really do a lot oh, for anyone. We found out that Evil's lower legs are so strong they can flip a person. It's true. They did flip Uemura. The, 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 the magic aura of the Boston Crab only works on certain people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Evil is too big. Evil has, yes, Evil has too, too much thigh going on. He's too beefy. He is. That's that's it, really. That's basically what it says. Um, yeah, it was good. Evil one with a sharpshooter or scorpion deathlock, depending on which way. We're in Japan, so it's the scorpion deathlock. Yeah, he was like, "You're trying to submission me? How dare you? <laughs> oh, yes. Let me counter you by an actual submission." No, no shoot stylist and submission specialist, evil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, oh, don't, don't piss him off. Or... I'm not pissing him off, but he's like, no, he's a stand-up brawler, and everybody knows he is. <laughs> it's only because of, um, yeah, because he was winding up Ishii. He was a Ricky Chosu student, wasn't he? By using the shirt, by using the Scorpion Deathlock, which is Ricky Chosu's chosen finisher back in the eighties. Um, but there you go. Shall we move on to the second match, or shall we just skip it entirely? Let's skip it. <laughs> yeah, Didn't happen. Not, not a lot happens to be honest with you. Cobb was good. Khan was good. Kajim was good. Yuji Nagata was good. Tomiyakama was what he normally Blech. is. So yeah, it was all right. It filled nine minutes. Um, I'm assuming Osprey and Blaco won. Yes, Tour of the Islands on your Honda there. Oh, good. Yes. Um, pretty sure it was Honda, not Nagata. <laughs> Onmar and Nagata. No, no, definitely on. I remember a flash of orange and yellow going across the screen. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> I prefer time. him uh, getting the pin uh, or well, getting pinned. Kind of where he's there for these days, isn't it, really, to be honest with you? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Nagata is still in the in the cup, so he can't take pins. No, no. And they're kind of protecting Kojima at the minute because he's kind of... It's a quote the line from Heartbreak Ridge. Break glass in case of war. <laughs> Satoshi Kojima. We need someone who can put in a stunning main event run who's just sat around doing nothing. Ah, it's a Satoshi Kojima. There you are. Yeah, oh. then they'll push him out the curtains. I'll like, go on, go on, it's your turn. Yes, that's basically what it is. Like, it's, it, you can't believe like he has been curtain jerking for like two years and then ah, we're gonna stick you in there with Kenta at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh please tear the house down. Okay. And away he goes. But he's just that good and also that likable, so people are not going to be like, well, it's Kojima. I mean, ew. He's 50 years old. Like people give him the benefit of it. people give yeah. him the benefit of the, of the doubt on everything. So. Well, yeah, that's it. And I mean, he's funny. And he's go. really good. Yeah, I mean, like Tenzan only has one decent match in him in a year these days, and he actually probably did the right thing by saving it for the New Japan Cup, but he did alright with Okan. He knew what to do to get Okan over with mm-hmm. minimal effort. Whether he should be wrestling or not is a different story entirely. But oh, yeah. what he does 
they're still very good. They're still very watchable and it's still very valuable for what New Japan need. I mean, I, I also don't want to tell a grown man what he can and can't do, but yes. I don't enjoy watching him wrestle because I think he hurts whenever he steps into the ring. So Yeah, you know, um, Manami Toyota, who was wrestling actually longer than Tenzan, uh, when she retired, she said, I just want it to stop hurting. Yeah. That's the way it is. And that's, that's, unfortunately, it's the byproduct of having a long professional wrestling career, and Tenzan has been at it longer than most and done it better than most. And she yep. now probably think about protecting his legacy. But again, it's his choice. He doesn't have to if he doesn't want to. Exactly. Uh, the Loudless de Hapon, Bushi Sanada, Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuya Nito defeated Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Kazuchika Okada Show, and Tomohiro Ishii in 10 minutes and 12 seconds when Bushi snuck one at the end there. I thought that was very good. And a very good match. It also is interesting that Goto um, and um, uh, Shingo got their themes played for the teams. Yeah. Not, not Okada and Nato. Well, um, I kind of liked it because it feels like a big match when both those theme songs play. Yes, it does. And it, it was cool because it was like it was, um, yeah, they we're pouring the focus on these guys. They're kind of captains for the day because uh, everyone else is either at the tournament or wasn't in it to start with or hasn't got anything going on in this particular match or has had stuff going on in this particular match, as in like Sonada and Ishii kind of replaying last night's match again. Mm-hmm. Ishii's pissed. <laughs> Rightfully so, he lost. Yes, yes, very much so. And Bushy and Bushy and Show just have like there's a little mini feud. We've got nothing else going on. Let's just wrestle each other. Ah, all right, let's. Bushy is always <laughs> the one who gets put into these feuds. Like here, go feud with Watto. Now go, go feud with Show. Have fun. You'll never get a title again, but have fun. I don't sure that he won't. I'm sure he will, but. It's clear that he's not going to get it within well, a couple now. of months. No, I I actually think if Hiroma had been fit, I think they would have had a ELP in Ishinori, no bother. Yeah, they get that. I, I think that's also why they gave uh, Despi and Kanemaru the belt, because I yeah. think they're going with the plan they might have had for Bushi and Hiromu. Yeah. Because yeah. they suddenly gave the belts back to Desperado and Kanemaru. Yeah. When they didn't need to. No. Hey, it's, been, it's been a while since we've had a double champion in the junior heavyweight division. division I think Kushida would yeah. be the last one, I think, wouldn't it? And and it mirrors Ibushi a bit, huh? Yeah. I was thinking about that. It's like, what, four years since, three years since Kushida left? And when Kushida was there, or Kushida's double championship run, he was in uh, Time Splitters and they were wrestling Red Dragon and. Um, Forever hooligans and all the time, young books all the time, constantly. And now the junior heavyweight division is more or less a team. Yeah. It's well, it must have been longer than that because I don't think it was during my time watching wrestling that that happened. No, it would have been 2014 ish. Yeah, I don't think I watched it then. Yeah, it was. It was like the golden era of New Japan Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. You and Takamichi. I missed it. You can go back and find it in the archives. We had Takamichi Noku and Taichi were actually really good entertaining team to watch. You had Tiger Mask and Jushin Thunder Liger. You had Red Dragon a little bit later on, but Time Splitters, Young Bucks just started coming over and doing one shots. Um, 
you had five or six really great junior heavyweight junior heavyweight tag teams, and the heavyweight division was in the shitter. There was nothing. You know, you were Yano and um, Iska was the most entertaining team they had, and every else, everybody else was big clobbering heavyweights, and there was some clobbering going on. And it wasn't until Gallows and Anderson came along that everything kind of got sorted out, and it became a wanted tag team division. And in that space of the seven years, me and Alex Edwards have, we used to say they should get rid of the belts and just have one division of tag. Well, Alex did. It wasn't my idea, but he was like, just have one tag team division for the juniors <laughs> and the heavyweights because the juniors were great and the heavyweights <laughs> were awful. And now the heavyweights are awful <laughs> and the juniors, sorry, the heavyweights are great and the juniors are awful. So, and it's not really fair because it's like Kanemaru and, and Despi have got really no competition, have they? No, especially now that Yohei and Hiromo are injured. Yeah, so they need some injection <laughs> of quality. Um, Despi does want to wrestle Motor City Machine Guns, though. He wants to wrestle everyone. I remember, <laughs> I remember him telling Sabin, was it, yeah. that he was going to steal and eat his chickens. <laughs> he, he, well, he, Impact Wrestling uh, posted a video of Motor City Machine Guns re-debut on uh, Impact, and Despi quote seated it saying me and Nobu could have them <laughs> yeah I'm not surprised he keeps feuding with everyone yeah. on Twitter in the videos online it's like <laughs> he was also talking to oh who's the guy who used to be in Bullet Club e- Eagles Robbie Eagles Robbie yeah. Eagles was he in Bullet Club he was in Bullet Club for a while and then yeah. they got ELP and he was sidelined and then he joined Kenny. yeah then it was him Despi was talking to him because Eagles was like, "Oh, now you're a champion. Let me let me challenge." And Despi was like, "Let's go. I'm good. I'm fine with that." Yeah, yeah, it'll wrestle anyone. Robbie, Robbie Eagles and Despi will be a good contrast, I think, because Robbie's aerial, but he's not aerial aerial, so it's kind of like a, a good ground attack kind of match. I, would have thought, really... I thought you said aerial, as in the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's the little mermaid. Oh dear! Oh, I've watched too much Disney Channel stuff this week. I've, I've, we watched the Disney. We watched the Disney Channel at school at lunchtime because they can't like sit and talk to their friends. So we put a movie on. So we've been watching The Rescuers this week. Oh really? Yeah, it's been cool because it's Bob Newhart. You know, I love Bob Newhart, and he, he plays one of the main characters. And I never realised before. Are we watching that? And it's yeah, it was just really cool watching The Rescuers. Well, that's that's been half an hour of my day. I've really enjoyed. <laughs> Sit still, be quiet. Turn the lights out. Now let's watch this movie. Yeah, yeah, much more fun. Mm. Hey, talking about Disney, do you think Ghetto knows that the handsome warrior is supposed to be the dragon? Or hmm. that's one of those Disney rules. He kind of like he kind of like um, sticks bits in the pop culture that are like little understated bits. He never really goes over the top, does he? So maybe he does. But then we need a princess as well. Who's the princess? Yoshihashi? Actually, yeah, I was going to say, obviously, Yoshihashi. <laughs> clearly. Um, yeah. He's like, oh no, this is Okada and Tanahashi all over again. <laughs> That's the other thing we do at school, right? You just reminded me about this, because they... You know the Disney film, the 
the Dragon film that's coming out this week. Yeah, or has yeah. come out, yeah. They, we do, we, there's a TV show in the UK called News Round, which is a news program aimed at primary school children. And we watch it at school every day so we can have a discussion point and we have a talk about it and I'm in charge of it. And that was this week. And they do lots of worthy stuff. And this week's main topic has been periods. Oh, so, really? And like, which is really cool because it's like, you know, uh, we play in class and nobody giggled. Doesn't be giggled because they're, they're 11, but it was really cool. The only trouble is like the little five minute promo for the full program, which they're doing later in the week, used period as every other word. So she's <laughs> like, period, period, period. No one should be ashamed of period, 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 period. And that, it just made me, it just made me laugh. I didn't laugh out loud because you know, for some of the people in my class, it's a very concerning issue. But you're just like, what? Well, but you, you, you're going over the top with the period thing now. We know what it's about. Stop. That's enough. That's period. Enough. Period. Hey, see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Shall we move on to the actual matches from the tournament? That this we talked about Disney about. way too long there. We talked about Disney and periods. What more <laughs> could you want in a wrestling podcast? Oh, that's, <laughs> that reminds me of a tweet I did about Okada <laughs> and in his uh, golden pants. There was one bit at the very bottom of the pants that was red, and I said, uh, "This is an unfortunate placement," and only the women got it. Yeah, of course they did. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead, Finley okay. versus Owens. Dave Finley versus Chase Owens. Eleven minutes twenty seconds. I I'm not a big fan of Chase Owens at the minute for obvious reasons after his his own particular speaking out moment last year. However, I did have this idea while I'm watching this of like Dave Finley moves to Texas and then builds a story about challenging for the Texas Heavyweight Championship to get it off of Chase Owens. And I think that would be pretty funny and entertaining because, you know, Dave is from Atlanta, but he's half German and half Ulsterman. So it's just, it just stuck in my head. It's like, that would be Ace with his unicorns and his heavy metal. His <laughs> unicorns, yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be like the perfect representative of the lineage of the Texas Heavyweight Championship. Paul Curry, Von <laughs> Eriks, Dave Finley. Completely fits. Yes. Uh, Dave won this after being hammered for 11 minutes and 20 seconds, to be honest with you. He was on the receiving end for most of it, pulled out a victory in the end. Kind of kept them both strong, and it was solid and exactly what they needed to do. What were your thoughts on this one, Kristen? Um, the first thing I thought was this might be the first time I'm hearing Finley's theme song. Yes, because they use Juicy's theme song. Because Juicy's theme song is a banger. Let's be honest, it's really good. So during the Fin Juice runs, they use they they use um, uh, Juice Robinson's theme tune, which Dave's isn't bad. But it's not as good as Juice. Oh, no, it's good. But I don't remember him having any singles matches or hearing his theme song because it's either been way too long or I just haven't watched anything he's done because he's mostly in the US now, I think. He's had, well, the thing is, he had nine months off as well while you were away. Yeah. Because he tore his shoulder. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Wrestle Kingdom, I think. Oh, it was New Beginnings, tore his shoulder year before last. And then didn't come back until uh, last summer. He challenged uh, Lance Archer for the US title the September before last. 
um, was the well, that was when he came back. So he's been back about eighteen months. He challenged Lance Archer, and then him and Juice won the World World Tag League in twenty nineteen, and then were finalists in twenty twenty. Okay. So, yeah, he has predominantly been a tag wrestler, but he did get to the final of the New Japan US Cup last year and lost to Kenta in the final. So, yeah, I wasn't here for that either. So. No. But yeah, he's 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 getting stronger as a singles wrestler through his tag team efforts. Because if you actually look at the two world tag team leagues, it was him that got the pins, not Juice. Mm. Yeah. So they they kind of became the double team masters, pulling out all of the classic tag team <laughs> maneuvers of the past, like the devastation device from sorry the 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 doomsday device from Road Warriors and. Power and Glory's Powerplex finisher, which is still, I think, I've waited for years for somebody to steal that finisher, and now somebody's done it, and they're really good at it, which is cool. Um, but yeah, Dave's kind of got a push through being a good tag team wrestler, um, but I think you've got a lot more singles matches like this in his future where he gets his head kicked in for a good 15 minutes and then sneaks <laughs> yeah. it at the end. <laughs> he suffers for like 15 minutes, and then he wins the match. Yeah, it's kind of like being Catholic. Um, <laughs> How old is he? Um, I don't know. He can't be, I'd say, mid-20s. Because I remember him being very young yeah. when I first started watching. He was a very good amateur at high school, and at, and I don't think he, he was... He was born in 93, so he was 27. I'm not sure if he went to college or not. Um, because I think he started the dojo pretty much as soon as he finished high school. Wouldn't surprise me. No, considering you know, his, yeah. dad, his dad started wrestling professionally at thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, and and talking about the match. Yeah, I, I'm not invested in either character, but it was a really good match. So. I always feel weird watching these matches because I can see that they're good matches, okay matches, but I'm not invested, so I'm just sitting there, oh, that was nice, and that's yeah. about it for me. Because the problem with Finley for me always has always been the same thing with Juice. I didn't really think either of them had characters. And it um, feels like their character now is, oh, we're a tag team. Yeah, I think... The thing is with Dave is, and this is awful, but I see him in relation to his father because his father was one of my favorite wrestlers. And so I see him in relation to him and he's such a polar opposite wrestler in character-wise because his dad was a heel. He was mm -hmm. the heel. There is no better heel in professional wrestling history than Dave Finley. Everything he did was there to make you pay to see him get beat up. And there's Dave, and he's a happy-go-lucky guy who likes unicorns and beer. <laughs> yeah, and that might also be why he is a face, though. Like, yes. he doesn't want to try to do the same thing as Dad's doing, because then he just gets compared all the time. That's it. You know, it's like... There was a motorcycle racer called Angel Nito, who was from Spain. 
because he passed away a couple of years ago. He was in his seventies and fell fell off a moped. By the way, that's obviously okay because he was Ang Helmito. Um, he had two. He had two sons and a nephew, and they all became motorcycle racers. My dad used to say, "Wouldn't you have been a plumber if your dad or your uncle had won?" 13 world championships and second on the all-time list and more one two five grand prix than anybody else in a shorter time period wouldn't you just like i'll try plastering <laughs> why not become a decorator i'll become an artist yes <laughs> or anything else other than being a motorcycle racer and that was three you, of them think that, the but, yeah but i'm a teacher and my mother was a teacher and my father was a teacher and my stepfather is a teacher and my brother has a teacher's degree and my stepbrother has a teacher's degree and it's yeah. not because we're, we're all like oh i want to do what my father or mother did but more because you're used to that environment yeah and but you roll into things way easier because of the environment that you grew up in so that might be the case here too like he grew up in wrestling yeah that's it and absolutely grew up in wrestling you know, he was, his dad started wrestling at the age of 13. He wrestled all over Ireland during the Troubles, and he was from Belfast. You know, they, sometimes the only thing that went on in Ireland, as far as Anderson came concerned, especially in the North, was wrestling. And they packed the ring up, and they went in Catholic areas, they went in Protestant areas, and they just wrestled their way through the Troubles and earned a living. They had a ring and an 800 watt bulb, and they went to town halls all over Ireland. And his dad was a wrestler. His granddad was the Irish Olympic coach. Oh. You know, he's, he not only was a great professional, he was an amateur as well. And that, generally speaking, it, was, it wasn't allowed, if you see what I mean. Back in the pros and amateurs didn't mix, but he was an, he was an amateur, you know. So, he, and his granddad, his great granddad was a wrestler as well. He's the fourth generation of Dave Finley's. <laughs> so yeah, and I think I think that's the thing. And that's the also is the thing. So many other people rely on that family connection. Like I'm no knocking Cody, but Cody's character is the fact he's Dustin's brother mm. and he's he's Dusty's son. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's the obvious thing to do if you want to make a living. <laughs> And to be fair to Cody, he's defined himself within those boundaries. But Dave doesn't do that. He doesn't rely on, he doesn't go out wearing a green singlet or grow his hair into a mullet intentionally, you know, or do the signature stuff, let's say, like Flying Brian Jr. does. No, he used to have a bit, the, the Celtic prince or something. He did, yeah. It was kind of a little bit. But he's kind of tried to cut his own path. And yeah. why wouldn't he? Yeah, and that's great. I, I think he's going to find a character at some point. Yes, that's more than just fear and... And tag team. <laughs> fear and tag team wrestling. Uh, yeah, he was born in 1993. He debuted in 2012, so he was 19. Mm. That would suggest that, yeah, that would suggest that he <laughs> did not go to college. Then there's nothing wrong with that if you don't want to go to college. But I know he was a high school state champion, I think. Yeah. High school. His sister was supposed to be a red-hot amateur as well. Uh, she was like a Georgia state champion too. So, Who knows so much? Yeah. I watched, 
there is a great documentary that used to be on YouTube because it was on Irish television called The Fit Finleys, and it looked at the whole family of the, the Finley clan um, and the way that they trained wrestlers and trained wrestlers all over the UK. Because Dave Finley used to be essentially he was the guy that trained guys in the British scene for joint promotions. So he would, or and all star promotions as well. He would just kind of like, if they had somebody new, he was the guy that would start breaking them in, as it were, um, and trying to train them. And there was a great story that Steve Regal told, William Regal told on his podcast about. Um, um, <coughs> they, him and Marty Jones would, well, Marty Jones had this like training uh, barn in the middle of nowhere. And, um, him, Steve William Regal and Kid McCoy were kind of like Marty's star students, and they were kind of like doing. He was doing a finishing school, basically, a bit like Dojo. And uh, they got there one night, and there was these two massive blokes, just massive blokes, that the promoter had found to wrestle Big Daddy, and they used to call him Daddy Fodder. <laughs> oh god and, that, uh, that's a name that you shouldn't have right now yeah that was it and um, Dave Finley was just chucking them around the ring they were guys who were like a foot taller and 50 pounds heavier and he just hurled them about because <laughs> he's just that good he's just technically that much better than anybody else was a really hard human being both psychologically and as a wrestler and just, you know, um, would, would just absolutely defend wrestling to the absolute hilt. There was some negativity towards that, obviously, but, you know, he was, he was something else and, and still is. And, you know, we had 20 years as a producer for the WWE as well. And essentially is responsible for the women's division being any good in WWE. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank God for him. Yes, exactly. All right, moving on to the second match on the card. Actually, from the tournament. It's Yoshihashi and Yujiro Takahashi, 15 minutes and 50 seconds. This was kind of the mid-carders night, wasn't it, really? <laughs> Not in my mind. Not in my own world. Well, Yoshihashi is a star in my world. Of course he is. He's in my world as well. I was talking about Yujiro. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, okay. Having his moment in the sun. Well... 15 minutes and 50. What do you think of the match, anyway? Uh, I thought it started out really slow. Yes. Because Yujiro was in control, and I like Yujiro, but he's not really the most creative. And he's not the scariest when he's in control, and it's not the most realistic when he's in control. But I think it picked up when Yoshihashi turned things around and took control. It was a lot more fun. But maybe that's just my bias speaking. I don't know. No, I think you're right. I think you're about right there, really. He does, he does tend to be... Yujiro's um, not a ring general, is he? He just kind of does stuff. Yeah, he, he knows what, what his role is. Yeah. And he can fulfill that role really well. But when he's in the spotlight, he doesn't have... The character or the arsenal. I mean, his character is a pimp, but he's not, <laughs> he's not allowed to have any women around him. So what's his character really? 
right yes. now. Yes. Until... So he, he can't build up off, off of that. He doesn't have the, the body or the wrestling skills to impress anyone. So, yeah. Did, I'm hoping Peter, Peter got furloughed and didn't just like got laid off until we need it. I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> Miho is, isn't there either, and I'm assuming both will come back Yes. once Corona box off. Yes, you never know. Anyway. And then we get to the main event of the evening. Two New Zealanders uh, who like each other so much. Noah Henry versus Jay White. Yeah, the funny thing is that you know they do in real life. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, the way look on Jay White's face when Tower Henry takes things seriously. It's just like, it's all right. I'm from New Zealand as well. I've seen a hacker. I'm not impressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back up. <laughs> yeah, and Jay White, the first thing he did is yell in Yuya Uemura's ear, like, what are you doing? He's yelling his name in his in his ear, like he doesn't know who he is. Like you, yeah. I'm like he knows. <laughs> and and that's what what's so great about him because he's so annoying. And we talked about this the last podcast as well. Yeah. Like he's he's yelling in Young Lion's ears. He's ordering people around. He's telling the ref what the rules are. Like. Keep him away from me. I'm in the ropes. Keep him away. Why aren't you keep giving him away? <laughs> and that's just so great because you're annoyed for the young lions. You're annoyed for the ref. You're annoyed for Hanare. Like, you're already starting out, starting out annoyed. Yeah. And the match hasn't even started yet. Yeah. Cause confusion in an empty room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's... That's it. You're already on edge before you start. You're already hating three layers in before you start. Yeah, it's like he, he's... And, and wrestling Hanara especially, because it felt like the first half of the match, like Jay thought he was doing a seminar or something, <laughs> like a clinic. Yeah. Like, this is how you wrestle. And he, he was explaining what he was doing. He was looking to the young lions and saying... Is this good? Am I doing okay? Can you see what I'm doing? Like, you put pressure here and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's brilliant. Like, you're being such a dickhead. And it's great. Because <laughs> he is. Yeah. You know, there's nothing personal against him. But he, he, he's, yeah, it's just, he's just such a good jerk. And did you, <laughs> I mean, but this is the bit that always reminds me. It's like, I think going back to those young lion matches from like 2000, I was thinking about this funny enough on him when I was watching Impact the other day. Because like they were doing the, the good brothers were cracking on about how Finn Juice were just young boys when we <laughs> knew you, so you should be carrying our bags. Uh, 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 uh. And I was like, I was thinking back and I was like, and then Finn uh, Juice comes out with, it's not 2015 anymore. We've won the same titles you have. I was like, good God, it's six years since they were all in the dojo together. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember watching old matches with Jay in the background. Yeah. Like, you'd see Naito winning a title, and then there's baby Jay, like, watching him. <laughs> Clearly in awe, you know? With that terrible flop in my walk. And... Yeah. <laughs> it was very cute baby face, though. He was. It's kind of funny that he turned out to be a heel. Yes. it's That's the thing. Like, I can see the lineage between 
what juice was then and what juice is now because it mm -hmm. was juice wasn't really in the dojo it was more of a kind of storyline thing for to give juice something to work with but dave was in the dojo and it was like there's there's been dave has a beard and has grown his hair out and has more tattoos but he isn't that much different from the guy that was in the dojo mm -hmm. six years ago Whereas Jay is like an entirely different human being. Were they together with uh, Rapungi 3K at that time? I think so, I think, right? Yeah, I think they Rapungi 3K left before they did, but yeah, because Show and Yo were like the most popular young lines there ever was, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> I also remember seeing all the pictures of like all these foreigners, and then there's Yohei or Show in the mix. Like, I don't know what's going on, but yay, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, it was well, it was a, it was a period of time when, um, well, Jay White was a pick from Farley and um, Devitt. Devitt found him wrestling in the UK. When he, and he, he kind of saw an awful lot in him and he got Farley on the project of get Jay into the dojo basically because Farley has a lot of sway in the dojo these days mm. an older guy who, who kind of has the the rub and I think they're kind of trying to make Farley into a bit of a front office guy like Rocky by the sound of things um, a little bit anyway yeah he has his own dojo now right yeah, there's the, there's it's an official New Japan dojo like the LA mm -hmm. one, but it's in New Zealand. Like Toa Henry came from there, and I think Robbie Eagles has spent some time from there as well. So yeah, um, and Hekaleo actually he spent a lot of time there too. Um, so they, yeah, so they he's there was that period of time. Obviously, Dave Finley is always going to be respected. Dave Finley Senior is always going to be respected at the New Japan offices um, uh, because he was a New Japan star. He had a couple of best of super junior performances that were top notch with pinfall wins against Justin Liger and a bunch of other people as well and like the respect for Finley. So Dave Finley was a pretty much a lock to get in the dojo with that amateur record mm. and his dad ringing up. <laughs> and also that he chose New Japan because I'm sure WWE would have I think it may have been there could be two reasons for that. One you know, it strikes me that Dave Jr. is a bit of a, uh, a student of the sport, if you see what I mean. Mm -hmm. And if he wanted to do something that was not like TV storytelling, there's very few options to get a decent wage doing it anywhere else. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm sure that, that New Japan appreciates that. Yeah. That he chose them. Yeah, and working for your dad as well has its issues. Yeah, and WWE would have made him like, oh, look, here's an Irish guy. Yeah, it, it, it would have been Becky Lynch all over again. <laughs> but much, much worse. <laughs> they tell him to dye his hair even redder. Yes. And oh, I'd be a cheeky chappy from Belfast. I'm like, no. Because <laughs> uh, he's from, you know, Hanover originally. He's, he's German. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's another stereotype they could have gone with. Yeah, oh, they could have Later Yes, yes. He was, yeah, because he, um, Dave's, Finley's second wife um, is from Germany. He met her during the um, 
the the days of the big German tournaments, Otto Vance and the CWA, and they used to do Hanover for two weeks every night wrestling people on the like the G one, but it was a big city tournament, and but they kept it going every night, and then there was challenge matches and chain matches and cage matches just to fill the card out and all sorts of things. But it was like it was the big money payday in Europe for a long time, um, and where Masachona met his wife as well. So yes, but yeah, talked listen. a lot about Finley. We have Disney Finley. and Finley. Disney and Finley. <laughs> the Finley. That's class. the title of the podcast today. <laughs> Disney and Finley. Disney and Finley. Um, yeah. So that was the card that was. Um, I, can I talk a bit more about the you last may. match? You we have do. we have some time left, right? We have we have time left. I was just I yeah we we didn't really talk about the actual match, did we? We got sidelined again. <laughs> Oh, we got we way too sidelined. Yes. Way too quick, quickly. Um, I actually really liked what they did with Hanare and Jay here because Jay just, like, he started out underestimating him so much. Like I said, he, he was acting like it was a clinic instead of an actual match. Um, and they, they there was a bit in the match where Jay kept throwing Hanare out yeah. and then ordering the ref to count. And he was getting more and more annoyed by the fact that Hanare was coming back into the ring every time. And I really, really like that because, one, it positions Jay as the annoying heel again. Like, he's not only just throwing Hanare out, which is clearly a lack of respect. Like, he's not even trying to pin him. He's just throwing him out the ring. Like, count, count him out. That's fine. But he's also ordering the ref around like he's his dog, like... Count yeah. right now, count. But it also showcases in Ari's um, resilience. Like he keeps coming back in. No, he's not. He's not going to stay on the outside. He's going to come back in. Um, and they also had the the feat of strength that Hanare did, where he was would repeatedly lift Jay up um, to a point where even the crowd was getting involved. Do you remember that bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that really fits with Hanara's character, the the whole strength but also resilience thing. So I think that Hanara looked great this match, actually. I think so too. I think it worked really well. Uh, it, it's difficult sometimes when you've got a big name star who's clearly, you know, the top tier talent. And he's clearly That's, going to win. He's clearly going to win. How do you make it believable for the other guy and protect him as well? You don't want him just getting demolished in three minutes, especially it's the main event. They've got to go 20 minutes. You know, you have to put that time in. So, yes, very clever, very well put together. Doesn't really Hanari doesn't lose much. And White goes on to the second round, which is kind of what you expected. And then in the post-match interview, Jay continues... <laughs> On his rants about Ibushi and the championship, and so it'd be a really good idea if Tanner laid down for him in the next round because make it easy, make it you know because I'm protecting your legacy, Tanner. Um, <laughs> Maybe they can you... work out instead. Just yes. spend 20, 20 minutes working out. Doing you a favor. <laughs> um, I'm sure yeah. Tanahashi agrees. I'm sure. Uh, there's the one thing they do agree on is because Tanner doesn't like the idea of the double championship becoming the IWGP heavyweight world championship for sure so I don't think anyone does like 
I, I haven't seen a single person except for Desperado say that it's okay what Ibushi's doing. Yeah. And Desperado was more like, he's the champion, he gets to decide, so shut up. Yeah, it's... I'm kind of torn on it. I can I can see the advantages to it, in the sense of it. A card has done everything he can do with the, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship belt, whereas this is something new to go for. But equally, you could say the same about the double championship. He was never Intercontinental Champion either. Yeah. So it's yeah. and. What's the reason? Because I saw some people say that it's because WWE um, took, I don't know what the word is, but they... They are in litigation to stop other yeah. wrestling companies using the phrase inter- international, intercontinental. Yeah. Which I don't see makes any sense, because it's like, you there were intercontinental railways, you can't just like... <laughs> You know, if, the... if that's the reason, that would explain why they're suddenly yeah. getting rid of the Intercontinental title. Yeah, that's the reason why they did it in such a hurry. It's been muted for about a year, hence the reason why they were merged a year ago. And they didn't have to do anything about it, and now they're kind of having to do anything about it. But the Orient Express is an Intercontinental Railway, because it starts in Europe and finishes in mm. Asia. It's just a word. You can't just copyright words. Uh, if WWE <laughs> can, they will. Yes, that's like trying to copyright trousers. Anyway, um, but yeah, so that's where we are with that. Um, the next wrestling show is tomorrow night. Are you joining me again, Christy, or do you have to do some work? Ah, uh, actually, it's like w- WWE, like New Japan knew the days I could do a podcast and the days I couldn't because because I was busy on Monday. Yes, I was. I am busy on Friday, when and then I'm busy show. on Monday again. When there isn't a show, I don't. Think. Yeah. Yeah. So we can we can keep doing these for the rest of the week, which is cool. Um, yeah. So there will be there will be another today at show. Or are we night six? So night six is tomorrow night. Night twelve is Friday night. That's New Japan Strong Night on New no, Japan. So- yeah, Saturday is the next. Saturday and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. So yeah. We can do all of those. That'd be really cool. Um, <laughs> I'm sure and... there's someone who's like, you ruined my 10 minutes with James. <laughs> I'm sure there isn't. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sure there's a few people who are like, I just want a 10 minute uh, summary of what happened in an hour. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I'd rather talk big, deep things, to be honest with you. I like, I mean, I like doing the little summary things. They're nice. But it's cooler to have someone to talk these things through with. About Disney. About Disney and having long chats about the Finley family and wrestling <laughs> in Northern Ireland during the 1970s. Because that's what we're here for. It's the Trooping Show. It's what we do. It's in the rules. It is. At least one Disney conversation a month. <laughs> but anyway thank you very much for listening to us on today at new japan cup i would like to thank my co-host christy where can we find you on the internet mom you can find me on twitter at smart infested or njpw gifts if you like the gifts and you can find me at sheriff Lonestar on twitter you can also find the show troopany show on twitter and on patreon you can find us at The Troopany Show, where you can keep The Troopany Show free forever for everyone. You can always find us on Facebook, but nobody likes Facebook. No. 
because it's for Tories. Don't visit um, Facebook. No, don't. We'll tell you lies about things. Go to Facebook Marketplace where you can find weird things for sale. I'm sure there are other websites where you can find weird things. I oh, the Facebook Marketplace is ace. Like, um, just cars. Like, I, I've been I'm learning to drive, and I do look at my Facebook Marketplace. I would never buy a car on Facebook Marketplace, but I look at it for like the idea of how much price cars are. Like window shopping. Yeah. Um, and just like I was looking at Jeeps, got really interested in the idea of buying a Jeep um, Renegade, not Renegade, um, Cherokee. And someone had their car for sale and they hadn't taken the shopping out of the back seat when they did the pictures or cleaned it. So there's just like mud everywhere on the interior of the car. <laughs> at least you know it works. <laughs> Clearly done the weekend shop and just not emptied the car. Now would be the ideal time, whilst it looks a complete mess, to take pictures of this car. Well, they have five minutes. You have sometimes you have to take a picture really quickly, and no, you're trying to sell it. <laughs> By the way, this is a tangent you started, not me. So... Yes, but I'm quite happy to do tangents. Like I said, it's the truth in these shows. Tangents is what we do. We do tangents. It's really that's another reason why the older shows only last ten minutes. Is because tangents are really hard to do by yourself. <laughs> but it's also you. You always say, "Oh, we're wrapping up. Goodbye, guys." And then we spend like ten minutes talking about something. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got eight minutes left. What do you want to talk about? Um, see, they put me on the spot. I can't do that. Okay. Well, it's let's finish then. Naturally. You disappoint me. <laughs> <laughs> Opportunity wasted. Yeah. Maybe we can pick this up tomorrow when we talk more on today at the New Japan Cup, night six. For now, bye. Speak bye. to you soon. <laughs>